Hey there guys this is Amish Parmar over here and this is Rohan this side and let's get this episode started Namaskar Namaskar dosto namaskar what do we have in store do you know that Tumay is now a private university yeah it has it has been a private university since 2 years now i guess what do you think about that I don't think anything about that. Do you think it's a good move? Do you think it's a bad move? What does it tell you about the university? What do you have to tell about the students? So, if say for example, you studied in Soma for five years, right, eleventh, twelfth, and then BSc. I studied there for three years for my BSc, right. So, if someone comes up and asks you, okay, should I go and get admission into Soma College for whatever course? Does your answer change because of the fact that Soma is now a private university? See, I think when a university goes private, it is mostly to make money. That is what I think. So now they can increase their fees, however much they seem fit. And uh, I think they are doing it in some ways. I don't know. I have not been in touch with any of the juniors, so as to confirm this. But I think that is one uh, advantage of being an uh, private university. But they have been autonomous for quite some time, obviously. So I don't think so much has changed in the academic structure of the university because they anyway had their own portion, own syllabus, own exams. I don't think so. What exactly changes when you go private apart from having the liberty of charging whatever you want? No, I think there's a huge difference. So basically, again, I don't know if uh, this autonomy wala concept exists in other universities as well. So in Mumbai, what happens is there is this one central university which is Mumbai University, and all other colleges are affiliated to Mumbai University. So whatever Mumbai University decides, okay, this will be the syllabus, this will be the exam tests, this is how the teacher should teach it, this will be the format of the question paper, so on and so forth, or even the final degree which you get, it has the Mumbai University logo on it. Only the colleges. are different right so once you get the autonomous wala status what happens is you are free to decide your own syllabus and you are free to design your own assessments which is exams that's the only thing which is changing once you are no longer autonomous but rather you are a private university first thing as you said you set your own fee structure but secondly what now you can do is design your own degrees and i think that's a huge one and if i don't know if you are checking your somaya id wala emails or not but if you see they have put out lot of new degrees for example they have this one new bachelors in sports management second one i saw was sports science another one person told me i think it was under the religious studies wala department some degree in japanese language so i think now it gives them the liberty to make their own courses which i think is great and about the fact that they can now increase their fees how much ever they want uh, i think i'm perfectly all right with them as long as the quality is also improving So if you see the campus now versus the campus 15 years 20 years ago it's day and night the campus looks much more beautiful now and the infrastructure is much better now and i think all that comes from the money which the students pay right so as long as the quality of infrastructure as well as the education increases i'm okay with the increased fees what i'm worried about is because they are not answerable to mumbai university in any way they can do whatever they want so student harassment is something i'm little worried about say for example you must be remembering right whenever you wanted to pay fees or you want to renew our admission for the next year we have to stand in lines for hours together and then in front of us the office staff is going to close the window and they go to have lunch 
they don't really care about the fact that there are still hundreds of students waiting out in the line in the sun they are just going to go about their day and have lunch in front of us when so many students have, haven't had that lunch and this does not happen every day right i never understood why they cannot skip lunch for a day or two because this happens what five days in six months maybe so five days out of six months you cannot skip lunch or maybe just have a quick bite while doing your work i was just surprised with that and they are not polite at all and i think even when they were part of mumbai university they used to harass the students a lot especially the non teaching staff okay i think teaching staff really depends on the department you are in we were in a physics department which was okay or not even okay it was good we saw statistics department which i think was great which one was another math department math department also i think was pretty good but pretty good i don't meet academic standards but i meant the quality of teachers how friendly they are how understanding they are how empathetic they are so they were generally good people and they would listen to if you were in trouble but that's not true with the non teaching staff i think the non teaching staff was very rude very inefficient and they had zero kindness in them so the student harassment is something i'm really worried about see student harassment you are worried about that is all right but you can even take it in a optimistic way so as to that he as a worker he has to deal with so many thousands of students and at some point of time i know it is his job but it is okay that you get bored with your job right you have to stand in the line for 2 hours 3 hours but he has to do it for so many days continuously so i'm not taking any sides obviously i have been through it i have stood in these lines but you can also take it in a positive sense in the sense that you can join in the lines with your friends so that you don't feel that you are wasting your time and you can just like utilize your time in talking and stuff like that see that's my point right this is not something which i'm getting for free i am paying money for this right so whenever you say for example pay 50 bucks for a franky i think i gave this example in our uh, friends ka group <laughs> yes right? momos whenever, momos yeah whenever you are paying 50 rupees for momos or frankies or whatever you expect the best quality right you expect there should be enough butter you expect a tissue paper you expect maybe a little water you expect good taste you expect hygiene so so many expectations you have now the same goes with this right the salaries which these workers get they get it from our money from the money that we give them to serve us right so i think we are entitled to good quality service and it's not just the workers even the people who are higher ups the people who are managing the workers i think it's their fault as well if the workers are not able to handle so much of work in one particular day maybe it the management was not very well maybe you should have split the admission process maybe you should have called each department on a different day just to reduce the workload you can't give me the reason okay this is just too difficult for a college to solve and the fact that we are giving you money students are paying you money your your bread and butter is being funded by students fees i think then you don't have any excuse i can't take it optimistically or positively everything else is just a i i can't remember the word it's just it's just a compromise okay i i do not have such strong opinions for it like you have but i really uh, appreciate the new courses wala thing so the new education policy had come a couple of months ago so they have completely decided to renew the education system and i also had listened to the podcast of indicast which talked about <laughs> it so that was also very fun so that's i think indicast just i think indicast really touched upon a few things about uh, national education policy it's such a huge topic and there are so many different different things to talk about i listened to a podcast by the seen and the unseen and that was 3 hours long so i watched the entire 3 hour episode in one go okay so it's a podcast which talked about for national education policy for 3 hours in detail so the host amit varma he just calls people and interviews them 
So this person who was being interviewed, he was, his suggestions were taken for national education policy. One good thing about the national education policy, I found that the government was at least open to listening to all people. They asked for ideas and suggestions by so many people. You remember you, I and Narshal were in the board of studies for physics. <laughs> I was <laughs> recently, only... <laughs> I think, going through my certificates and I found the board, yes. not, not not the physical ones. I, I was just going through, my, through the scanned ones and I have this certificate, uh, not a certificate, but a letter given by the physics department of Correct. Soma, Univer- Soma University now <laughs> that this is to certify that Rohan Rajapuri was part of the board of studies of the academic year so and so. <laughs> the only good thing that it did was give us a free toast sandwich. Nothing else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, was also nice, it was also nice to sit with the professors, for example. I think that was a plus. Huh, you can say that. But I would prefer to have a toast sandwich rather than to sit with the professors any day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, true. I would, I would second that. But I was surprised that you said that when you, you expect so much from a 50 rupees momos. So is it like you're craving momos or you recently had momos or where do you stand on your food part of the spectrum or have you been eating out or I I don't think so you'd be eating out. So you (laughs) went to Worley recently you said right. So you took a tiffin, tiffin with you perhaps. No, no, no. Whenever I go out, I never eat out. In fact, I, I recently started drinking water when I go out. Earlier, I was not even drinking water when I go out. So I never eat out. There have been days where I have been out of my house for a long time, say five, six hours at a time. And uh, I only drink water once in between. That too, I go to a corner of the room, corner of the classroom, open the window, then take out my facial, take out my mask a little and then drink water. So yeah, I, I never eat food whenever I'm out. And I haven't been eaten, eating food, uh, outside food anyway. Nice, nice. That is some awesome amount of determination and control, self-control the, that you have on you. But I don't need determination or self-control for this because I'm not craving food. And I think a large part about it is getting very good home-cooked food at home always. I think my mom has really stepped up. She'll make two sabzis. She'll make papri, wow. she'll make wow. chapati, <laughs> I'll have papad, I'll have a salad which in India means uh, a few cuc- or cucumbers <laughs> and tomatoes. Uh, there's something else. So sometimes there will be bhajis. So yeah, I mean, I, I think my home cooked food itself is such a buffet to be honest. Uh, I am not craving for food. What about your daddy? He was a very food enthusiast and so he he would be missing like anything (laughs) i'm guessing i haven't really spoken to him about this but i'm guessing he's been craving for outside food but i think he's also a little scared about everything because he has many comorbidities right he has diabetes he has high cholesterol high blood pressure everything he has so he's the last person he should get this virus so Mm. i think he has been cautious but if he is going out and having it without letting us know maybe that could be the case but the possibility of that is low because i think he's equally scared about contracting the virus but he does go out yeah i mean for work Achha, sometimes so he has to go for he, office he has started he has working to... okay sometimes he has to go hmm, okay it's good to know that uh, your mom is obviously my mom is also trying her best to try on with new stuff going through a lot of youtube videos and i and my sister share her the link and tell her ki aaj ye banao, aaj ye banao. and she does that and I enjoy it obviously, but I think uh, I just, I, I want it, so I want it. So 
it's like i can't have the same thing for like not even same thing but the same hand cooked food for long period of time so i think i still i like a bit of frequency bhi bad gaya hai how frequently i go out and eat something but i always carry a hand sanitizer with me so whenever uh, i want to eat i just sanitize my hands first and then eat what is the person <laughs> who is making your food has the virus what what good is your sanitizer going to do and then i i am just unlucky that's all thought about you it's about your parents it's about your grandparents they are unlucky well hmm makes sense ha huh, now that you put it that way i never thought about it like that i always used to think about myself i'm telling you it's not a big danger for us the younger you are the less dangerous the virus is for you and every 2 years that your age drops i think the fatality due to the virus decreases exponentially so it's not a problem for you and me to be honest but it's a problem for our parents if you contract this you're definitely going to give it to your parents because they're living in the same house you're using the same washroom etc so it's it's for them that we need to stay at home i don't know why i knew this but i never thought of it that way I've told you this at least ten times just I on the know. podcast. Just I on know the that podcast. I think after a couple of days, everything just washes away from my brain, and my stomach takes over the bodily controls. Why don't you just order it home though? That's where the problem lies. Firstly, when I didn't earn money, money was the problem. That okay, it is cheaper <laughs> to have a twelve rupees vada pav rather than a thirty thirty five rupees burger. But now I have money, I can afford to order foods from outside every once a while because I anyway go out to eat street food. A street food is obviously more dangerous than ordering from a restaurant. Okay, so the reason why I do not like ordering food home is I live on the seventh floor and many times the lift is closed because of some reason or the other. So now when a you person to comes to deliver food yes i have to go down seven floors walking even if the lift is on i don't like to go down just to collect the food because it feels like you're not eating at the restaurant you're not even no. eating at home matlab wo dono ka fayda nahi ho raha so it's yeah so there is no point in ordering and even if the lift is working the watchman doesn't allow the food delivery guy to come up and give the food so i have to go no. down and that is the worst thing so that is why i do not like ordering Yeah, we had this rule in our hostel back in Nagpur. Okay, and I used to hate ordering because of that. Only when I'm super desperate and I'm very hungry and I know that the sabzi made in the mess is some sabzi which I really, really dislike. Only then, in desperate times, I would order because and not just going down. I had, I had to take out my cycle and go to the ho- hostel gate and not the building car gate, which was again a five minute walk. So I used to take out my cycle, go there, collect it, and I used to live on third floor with no lift. So third floor in Bangalore, Chennai, we are. Then again, it's my small room which has lot of crap in it. So I will have to clear the table. I'll have to arrange my bed. I have to arrange the laptop so that I can eat it while watching some videos on the YouTube. and as you said it was just the worst of both worlds true and to be honest i think it just took out the fun of ordering my experience back in nagpur that i don't feel like ordering at all these days i just forgotten that i have that option to order food so yeah but the reason i think ordering food is more safe is you can just reheat things so say for example you order a pizza you take the pizza um you take out the pizza and put it in oven or even on your tawa to be honest that also works you throw off the box and you wash your hands so box has been disposed your hands have been cleared and the pizza you can just reheat it and once you reheat it in an oven a microwave or even your tawa i think you're good to go so i think it's it's like almost zero chances of getting virus through that so safety wise i think if you can reheat a few things then ordering food at home becomes very safe 
Correct. Yeah, this makes sense. But I don't like the idea. I don't appreciate the idea of ordering food at home. So I generally stay away from it. But one day I was like very desperate and I did order food. So, you, you know, there are some days where you just you say like, OK, I don't care. I, I don't mind going down. I'll do it. There are some days like that. Yeah, I used to have those feelings back in my hostel. But if there's one thing which I'm craving, I think that would be the Coke from McDonald's. I think I'm really craving that. Cold coffee, and I think we are taking care of it because my mom makes cold coffee at home uh, and it tastes equally well. But uh, Coke from McDonald's, that's something I might <laughs> crave for uh, in between. Uh, why don't you go ahead and try it then? Yeah, but I cannot but reheat it, so I don't, don't want to take that chance. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Don't try to reheat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why I have been unable to take that chance. You'll have to wait for another year or so. Before you could, well, I could uh, just go with just normal Coke till then. Okay. So you are ready to settle for normal no, Coke? No, I, I don't know. Let's see. Time will tell. But see, the the person who is serving you Coke, he is not touching your Coke, right? He is just touching the to glass. Who wants to take the risk? Who wants to take the risk? The person who is craving the Coke. It's, it's been poured in the glass, right? While pouring it, what, what do you know if something happens? Corona is not airborne, you know. It is. It is. Who said that? It is not. Research tells that there are small particles called as aerosols. I, I, I think Correct. you know huh. what aerosols mean, right? Huh. And aerosols can linger around in the air for some time. Correct. So if, say, for example, in the kitchen of the McDonald's, there are, say, five people working and even one of them has the virus and he or she coughs. And even if you have the mask, if it's not that great quality or if it's not worn very properly or if there's an irritation in the, say, for example, near uh, your lips and at the same moment of time that person takes out the mask and sneezes, the aerosol particles can remain in the air for a long time. That's the problem. And generally, highly, if it's a highly kitchen... Highly improbable. Highly improbable. And if it's a kitchen, it's a closed space, right? There are no windows. And most probably, there'll be AC. And ACs generally recirculate uh, the air into the room. Again, I agree that it's highly improbable. So, say for example, if you get one aerosol in your uh, mouth, okay? And if you get one virus in your body, I don't think that really counts. Uh, you need some amount of virus particles to go inside your body to really contract that disease. But again, why take the chances? I mean, I know it's highly improbable, but why take the chances? Makes sense, makes sense. You just have to wait for your craving to get over this uh, fear of why take the chances. One day it will let's perhaps. See, yeah, let's see. Or one day before that happens, huh? <laughs> the vaccine might come out. No, I don't think so. The vaccine is coming out and uh, I'm, I'm not taking any vaccines which are not gone through the perfect trials because chala that you got Corona ka vaccine, you, you're safe for Corona, but something else side effects, ke se, you know. But Indian, I think India ka regulatory agencies are good enough that they won't allow such a vaccine to be used in on masses anyway. I think I have faith in our medical institutions of our country for in that matter. Okay, let's see. I think if if you are comfortable enough taking vaccine, then I don't mind taking it as well. <laughs> I just have faith. I mean, I, India has some great doctors and I have just a little bit of faith in our institutions, medical institutions. By the way, you know that Corona is not like chickenpox, that once you get it, you won't get it again. You know that, right? I know that some people have been reinfected, but there's no yes. conclusive evidence as to does that happen with everyone? Does that happen in 1000 case, etc, etc. So we don't really know. Even if it happens with just one 
person in 7 billion population of the world it means that you can get affected by the same virus a second time yes you can you, you can get affected by the same virus again but say for example if you get affected after 5 years you will have 5 years of medical science researching some disease or some something about this disease which is going to make it easier to cure right so i but think i'm not talking for example, about 5 years i'm not talking about 5 years i'm talking about the current pandemic so there are people who have contracted the virus tested positive gone to quarantine gone to the hospital got better in few days or a couple of weeks and now they are of the opinion that okay mujhe corona ho gaya hai mujhe wapas nahi ho sakta so then they are freely doing whatever they want and so because of them if they contract corona they will spread it even more so even because of those people also the chances of spreading community spreading is also increasing you're not immune you're not immune yeah so you you are talking about cases before we have a vaccine even then it's a problem yes yes the current current true, case true. current scenario yes true true yeah yeah i completely agree with that i'm telling you the cases so, so much more worse now and people are just very apathetic towards it you have been out outside right it, it doesn't feel like there is a, a pandemic going on obviously people are having their masks but i think there is no social distancing followed whatsoever anywhere and i wonder if it's even possible in mumbai i mean i recently today i think in the evening i saw a small report by bbc marathi did you know bbc makes news in marathi also bbc is a british news agency yeah british broadcast yeah so it's channel. a british news agency right correct so british yeah. news agency is making news in marathi and i saw it on facebook so it's great and bbc ka whatever coverage is Uh, with respect to india it's generally of top quality i feel in any case so there was a small report on how people from dombivli etc who do not have the trains no longer have the trains local trains to go to their office say for example in church gate they have to go by bus first of all there are huge lines okay there are 1 km 2 km long lines for the buses and people have to wait rather people have to start joining the lines as early as 4 am in the morning and they then catch their bus 32 or 23 hours not 23 hours but 1 to hours later and even when they catch the bus one or two hours later after standing in the line for an hour or two there's a lot of traffic because local trains are not available and because of the traffic they're reaching their offices at around 12 pm so they leave their house at around 6 7 am and they're reaching their offices at 12 pm five hours they are just wasting in transportation and while coming back it, I, i'm assuming it will be the same case where were we what were we talking about yeah so yeah i was saying that it's not even possible in mumbai so now if there's such a huge line and they're anyway taking so much time to reach their office do you really expect them to practice social distancing in the best buses bst buses that mumbai provides does not make sense no one would do that and the reason they have to go to their office is because they need to start earning right for 3 4 months they haven't earned anything and they have to support their family so they have to go to work so there's no option to be honest we are not giving them options that's the sad part about poverty right once you're poor you don't really have options <laughs> if you're rich enough you can say okay i have enough savings and i can just not go to office even if my job is lost and i can stay afloat for a year or two that's the sad part well i hope our listeners start investing in mutual <laughs> funds and then they become rich enough to have these options yeah and if some of my students are listening to this episode please start studying friends 10th standard board exam is coming up you need to score well to make good money so please start studying for grade 10 yeah that's that's good motivation nice i think that was the only motivation i had for studying when i was back in school <laughs> to just make good money <laughs> oh god i don't think so even i had a motivation or not 
I was highly materialistic when I was young. Okay, I was super materialistic. Okay, if you give me options, okay, these are the five flavors you can buy for this ice cream. I'll always choose the highest price. Okay, जिसका rate सबसे ज़्यादा. I'll always choose that. Whenever you give me option, okay, which restaurant do you want to go and eat? If that's the option given by my parents, I will always choose the most expensive, most fancy AC wala hotel. Which uh, is always Pizza Hut, right? No, <laughs> I mean, I, I, Pizza Hut was very much later in life. I think all my childhood went in Domino's. I had no clue that Pizza Hut exists. I was just happy with Domino's. Domino's one, which was near Vidya Vihar, na near Vidya Vihar station, Somaya ke pas. That Domino's I don't used to go. No, no, no. With my parents, I don't think I've ever went to that Domino's. So what you generally used to happen was we used to go out. Okay, we are either visiting a friend, we are watching a movie, or we are going out for shopping to some remote location somewhere. Something of that sort. Okay, it's, it's a one-off trip to somewhere, which is. Not very nearby, and I'll just see a McDonald's or I'll just see a Domino's in the way, and I'll just keep crying about it. So my parents would just give up and treat me there. So that's what used to happen. It was never planned when I was back in school because my obviously my father does not like cheese, right? So he won't eat any pizza. So it was a bad day for him if we eat pizza. My mom loves it, but my dad does not really like it. So it was never planned because we used to know, right, that dad is not going to enjoy going to any pizza hut or Domino's. So it was always. Not planned, and it used to generally happen because I've started crying. So then, what did he used to have for dinner? I think he, then you used to go to another restaurant, or like that was sometimes, all. sometimes <laughs> another restaurant. Or, or during my childhood, my dad was huge on juices, fruit juices. So then we'll go to say, for example, Haji Ali. We will go so Haji Ali Juice Center. Or we will go to Sadguru, which is here in Chembur, and we'll just not I. Uh, I'll, my father will always force me to drink juice because he thinks that's great for our health, which I think is true. But he used to love drinking juices, and my mom and my dad we drink juice, and I think that was it. By the way, juices are not that good for your health. Do you know that? Like, if you compare, say, what kind to of fruit. juice do you drink? Yeah, compared to fruit, it's not that yeah, good. Yeah, obviously, obviously, that, that makes sense, right? Because in fruit, you are losing the fibers and the pulp, etc., which might have some better things. But as it is, is is drinking juice healthy in absolute terms without comparing it to anything? I think it's healthy for your health overall. So it depends what kind of juice you're talking about. If you're talking about canned juice, which is preserved, I don't uh, think so. It is healthy. But if you're talking about freshly squeezed juice, I think yes, compared to the canned version of it, it is healthy. Yeah, I, I think I've always. I mean, when we go to Sadguru in Ajali, you get fresh juice anyway. So yeah. Yes, but one thing that you might not uh, notice at that point of time that the amount Sugar. of sugars that goes into it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of sugar, so I don't think so. You could call it healthy if it is 500 calories. Yeah, yeah. They put so much amount of sugar that it makes it unhealthy sometimes. True. My father will always tell me to order the juice without sugar, but he had to do. I mean, I don't want to get into all that. उटरी 
So that's when my outlook or the way I think about myself changed. It also led a lot of overconfidence. But I started seeing the potential and I could see where I could reach in life. So I think in around 8th, 9th or even 10th grade, the plan I had was I'll get good grades in 10th grade. I will go to a good college. I'll prepare for ITG. I'll get into IIT. Then I'll become an engineer and I'll start earning say 4 or 5 lakhs per month. That was my life plan back in grade 10. Yeah, sounds sounds appetizing. Yeah, <laughs> who who wouldn't want <laughs> four or five lakhs per month? <laughs> and I think it was less about the money. At some point, it was more about the prestige of going into an IIT. Okay, huh? so what happened next? Wait, wait, oh I know God, what happened. If you ask it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are earning more prestige now compared to if you would have been to an IIT. No, I Personally, I if you ask me. I would agree to that. But there are very few people in the world, right? That feel the way you feel. It doesn't matter now. You're not doing it for the people who feel the way I feel. You're doing it for yourself. And I'm very sure that you're very happy and content with what you're doing. So Yeah, but that maturity has come happy, right now, na. No, I think and in BSc also you are very mature. You were materialistic, of course. Nay, Domino's Jana, nay, nay, sorry. Pizza Jana to Pizza Day Jana. Nay, iPhone chee to iPhone chee. Something on those lines. But I think you are even materialistic now, but bearable. Like I'm comparing you with myself. So I think back then I was very much concerned about what other people think as well. And I think now I just don't give a damn about what other people think. So that's the difference, I think. Obviously, on personal levels, I I think I'm highly satisfied with the work I'm doing right now. And I hope that's the case five years, ten years down the line as well. But if you ask my parents or if you ask my relatives, by prestige, I meant that, okay, does my father feel like bragging about what I do amongst his relatives, amongst his colleagues? I don't think the answer is no. If you tell someone, okay, my son is a teacher or my daughter is a teacher, it's not really prestigious. And you know that there's a quote... For teachers, right? If you can, you do. If you can't, you teach. A person who could not accomplish anything in his or her life, that is the person who would generally become a teacher. So that's prestige-wise, I think being a teacher is of zero value. But satisfaction on personal level, I think that's great. And people like you feel it's prestigious, okay? I know that in your heart, there's a lot of respect and prestige in whatever I do. But people like you are very few and far in between, I think. The quote that you just said... That just shows how poor the education in our country is. True, true. So, if I'm not wrong, say for example, 50-60 years before, earlier, I think teachers did have a lot of respect in the society and that teacher in one particular village of or even a town had a lot of respect and people used to look up to the teacher, they used to respect the teacher a lot. I don't know how that changed down the line. In the last few years, the respect for teacher, the prestige or the greatness about or the aura around the teacher has decreased. Now they are just some other. I think it has something to do with money because uh, earlier generally teachers were government employees, right? And government job was considered a big thing. So that was one thing. Secondly, back then there was deficit of information right now everyone has information on the tip of their fingers but back then only the teacher was the person who used to be able to read write letters to their relatives etc so i remember even say 30 years earlier if you wanted to write a letter or you got a letter and you wanted to be read out you had to go to someone who can actually read it so that time also teachers had a lot of value but i think as soon as india started rising a lot with respect to money people started earning a lot and the literacy rates went high people started getting internet i think then the value of the teacher really decreased Mm -hmm. yes your reasoning makes sense yeah point i was making is that in our field as well physics 
आई थिंक आफ्टर डूइंग मास्टर्स इन फिजिक्स देर आर ओनली टू मेन स्ट्रीम ऑप्शन अवेलेबल आई देर यू गो फॉर हायर पी एच डी और यू गेट योर नेट सेट क्लियर एंड यू गो इन टू अ टीचिंग जॉब एंड आई फील आई डोंट नो मतलब आई पर्सनली डिंट वॉन्ट टू डू अ पी एच डी एंड आई डिंट वॉन्ट टू बी अ टीचर इधर बट आई फील दैट अमंग्स द कम्युनिटी ऑफ आर फिजिक्स पीपल यूल सी दैट द पीपल यू चूज टू गो फॉर टीचिंग आर लुकड डाउन अपॉन कम्पेयर टू दो चूज टू गो फॉर पी एच डी आई फील don't you think yeah, that's true i would i would agree with that i i look down on people who just become professors after doing their masters why do you look down upon them hmm because i think research is much more difficult na you're expanding the boundaries of human knowledge through experimentation through making theories etc so i think research is much more valuable to humanity and they generally become professors and not teachers and i think there's a huge difference between a professor and a teacher a professor's job is just to convey information to you convey concepts to you convey tricks and t- even i mean these days professors won't even do the third part which was which i'm trying to say which is conveying tips and tricks to solve problems they only want to teach you the theory which you can just read books and get done by yourself or there's there's so much amount of uh, resources available on the internet as well mit lectures harvard lectures are available for free to watch on youtube so i don't find any value in them and <laughs> honestly i know many of the professors will watch those videos first and then teach you whatever they have learned through those videos so why not the students just watch those videos on youtube directly instead of having that professor so i don't feel there's any job for a professor unless and until that professor is a great orator say for example feynman feynman was a great orator and he used to break down things very beautifully even walter lewin from mit he breaks down things very easily he makes things very interesting unless and until you're doing that i don't think you're doing you're adding anything for humanity and to be honest walter lewin had a phd feynman was a nobel laureate he expanded the boundaries of human knowledge a lot he has huge contributions to science so did walter lewin not as much as uh, feynman did but walter lewin also had his phd on some radioactivity so he has also contributed to the field of research and these people who talk about research for the rest of their lives right don't you think it's important for them to have done some research so yeah i think even if you want to become a professor i think there's some value in doing research and uh, even if you're not rather even if you do a phd and you just come in and teach from a book and do the bare minimum i don't think there's anything to be proud of that see you did your masters from a different university than i did so i did from pune university and there i think 90% of the students were from very poor backgrounds coming from villages and stuff like that and they used to literally work hard so there's a difference between work hard and work smart and you know that i am the kind of person who works smart and doesn't work hard but they used to like work hard we had this uh, scheme called kamwa shika meaning that you earn and learn so then they used to get up at 5 o'clock and then they used to do work for 2 hours so every day they used to do work and they used to get paid for it so basically they are funding their own education so they had money problems as well and i think for people or for students like them money is also an important factor to look upon because firstly they come from rural background so if you are 20 to 23 or maximum 25 you need to get married and settle down and many of the students were of that age so then there's a the pressure from their parents to get married and stuff and settle down so i think it is good to think about money as well because even if you do a phd at the end of the day you have to become a professor you cannot be a full time researcher that is very rare you have to do research at least like part time 
or you have to after your phd also you have to become a professor so why not save those 5 to 7 years of your life and start your professor career right now so that maybe in 10 15 years you get promoted to a proper professor and earn good money so i think you need to think on like i am thinking on those lines because my experience with msc students was this yeah see if someone is coming from a poor background and because of circumstances that person has to go into teaching without doing a phd that's okay but that does not mean that i will change my opinion that okay if you are directly teaching without doing a phd i'm going to look down upon you maybe i'll consider that you had your own constraints but that does not change the fact that you're not doing that great for this humanity okay that's the first point second is a question to be honest I, i'm not really sure i have a feeling i know the answer but from what i heard from you i think that might be wrong if you have a phd and you go for a teaching job in a college you can only reach till say associate professor level but if you have a phd degree then you can go up to professor level and if that's not the case i mean if for a phd holder and for a msc pass person both of them if the level playing field is equal i think the pay bands are different so it makes sense financially also to um, get that phd because you get better pay band and your career prospects increase i think that's the case but i'm not sure that's a question to you but before you answer that question about marrying okay so i think uh, there was this one person i met who was doing his masters plus phd program in tifr tata institute of fundamental research and i saw that he had had not completed his uh, phd okay and uh, he was also from a rural background and he married during his phd but i think that's very much possible because you get enough money to start a family during a phd you get 30000 rupees and i think that's fair enough to start a family if you want to if you really want to so i don't see that as a constraint to be honest and phd you get good amount of money man if you do a phd you get around 30000 if you don't have to send money back home that's a very decent amount even if you have to send some amount of money at home and if you're living in a tier 3 city say for example nagpur or something you can very well manage with 15 or 20000 also so to answer your question i think what you said is true that there is a difference pay band but what you need to understand is that the student who is pursuing the phd he is not wasting but he is like investing the earlier 7 years of his life and you're saying that you get 30000 for doing phd see if you do it from reputed institutes reputed universities yes you do get that but also there is this thing called uh, jrf junior research fellow and srf is senior research fellow so jrf okay. you also need to get that jrf so if you get that jrf then you get paid around 27 to 30000 but if you don't get jrf then i think you get very less nominal amount of money and one more thing one more benefit about getting married is that if you are married you get more money i'm just saying that if like because there are some people from rural background and they themselves want they feel like that okay now i'm ready to get married so they go about and get married but family pressure is also there and there are very so that's what i'm saying you cannot judge a book by its cover and say that okay i'm no i'm not trying to change your opinion that you have about them but i'm just saying that my opinion is not that harsh because of the backgrounds that i have been in obviously i mean these are case to case i mean you'll have to take it case to case and you'll have to know each and every person's story but that's true for any job or any profession to be honest anywhere you go you have to consider what background they are coming from what difficulties they face what are the unique challenges they have overcome etc and that's true for any profession any sector to be honest but in general i think most professors in india are not doing a great job at what they should be doing 
and very few people even put efforts i mean i can let a few professors pass for at least putting the efforts to do good things but people who are not working hard they are making lakh rupees 2 lakh rupees a month and putting minimal efforts and doing the bare minimum of what they are expected to and to be honest that majority of the professors in india it's very difficult for me to have some respect for them as a group obviously there will might be some differences in the individuals etc no see i cannot say about all the professors in india but i am very satisfied with the professors that i had in my university department all of them were like very hard working as in like they were very approachable and they tried their best see not everyone is good enough right obviously there will be some teachers whom you do not understand even though you know that that person is taking efforts you know that he is doing it but he is not that good enough or he is not able to convey what he is trying to say not we had a detailed discussion about this that not every good student is a good teacher correct things happen but i am very satisfied with the education uh, that i received at my department in the pune university Yeah I think I think you're lucky that you did <laughs> do our listeners know the story that we gave this exam together <laughs> <laughs> and, and after the exam we were like literally calculating the odds of getting selected wait, because wait, wait, like let's let's, let's begin from the beginning na <laughs> okay so Why listeners go story ahead, time yes, okay nah. yeah so story time listeners um so after doing a bachelor's in physics from somaya so again again and again i'm saying somaya university so somaya college so our professors told that pune university is a very good option for you all because it's a very good university and it's not that difficult to get into it and i think that by that time the national entrance exam for masters in iits and nits was already done which was jam and i think very few people scored well in that exam i barely made it through the cut off of that particular exam and many of our students uh, scored very bad marks in that particular national exam so the other option which remained was pune university which was very much nearby to mumbai and the physics department of pune university was very well reputed so obviously amish was also in the line i was also in the line to get into that uni- university and it had its own entrance exam so we remember filling the form and getting the same center i think we both of us went there together i'm not sure and i think in the exam hall we could see each other i think we were in the same classroom i'm not sure so after coming out of that exam we were calculating our marks okay so obviously when you come out of the exam what are the typical toppers going to do they are going to cross check the questions and marks and answers right so i asked them okay iska answer to obviously tune likha hoga right it is itna simple hai. and then i calculated uh, how do you solve that sum in front of amish and he said oh my god why it's such a easy question i did not solve this and i think there were at least two three questions which i solved in front of you and i said these were very easy i hope you did it but you did not so i was pretty confident okay amish to gaya bhai amish se to nahi ho payega ye exam <laughs> and what <I> ha- <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I was super happy when you when the paper you is good for you and not blunt in telling me all these things back then. Yeah, <laughs> obviously you're always very happy when your friend is not scoring that well and you are scoring well. Obviously when there yes. is and even and there's this weird rule of Pune University. Okay, ki Mumbai University se ek hi student lenge. It had Correct. either had Correct. it either yeah it either had to be Amish or had to be me. Ham log dono mein se ek hi jan ja sakte ho us university mein. So I was happy. Okay, Amish ko to piche chhod diya maine. So turned out Amish got admission in that college. I did not. I think there was around seven to nine. I'm not sure. I think nine. It was a nine mark difference between your marks and my marks. And I said, "Oh my god!" <laughs> See, I I remember. I remember. I got thirty two marks. I don't know how much you got. No, no, I don't. I'm very bad with memory. But I remember that was around seven, not more than ten marks difference in our final scores. So uh, Amish got that admission. <laughs> Amish got admission into that college, and then I had to rely on that uh, national entrance exam, wala admission through which I got into NIT, which is National Institute of Technology in Nagpur. 
I, I remember I scored 32 marks, but the real fun is like when uh, I was in Pune University and we just got to know each other, all the friends, and we just sit in our room. And our was not a private room, like one person per room. We had three, four people, five people living in one room. And in the beginning, I was not allotted the hostel because I got less marks. So we used to live like 12 people in a big room. So it's a very big room, like a dormitory only. But there are 12 people used to live. So we used to sit down and just talk about it. And and obviously the topic of how much you scored in your entrance exam. will obviously come up so people are like 74 75 82 uh, <laughs> then it came to me and i am like 20 i am like 32 are baap re like everyone started laughing and i was the one who laughed the hardest this has happened many times with me this has happened so many times with me this has also happened during my 12th standard ka this so for 12th standard i was in kalra shukla classes and after the results are declared they have this small party for people who achieved very good marks plus. 90 plus percentage i i had got 78 point something no i had 79 point something so you could say 80% correct so then during the party and from my batch as in from ghatkopar branch i was the only one i remember everyone was from different branch so i did not have any friends so i had to make new ones so while eating we were just talking and obviously this point had to come out ki kitna percent mila everyone is like 92 93 they asked me kitna mila I said 80. It was so funny. The reason I got there because I scored 99 on 100 on mathematics. So because of that, uh, they asked me to hmm. come to that party. I think in my college it was. I mean, I don't remember. I mean, we did discuss marks, but I think I don't think that was funny. I think the funny part was when the when the first assignment for mathematical physics paper was given out, and that just made the difference between <laughs> us and them. Uh, clear as day correct, and night. Correct. <laughs> they could solve all the problems. I could not solve even a single problem, but they were good enough to teach me those problems. So I just went to their room and I said, "Okay, I can't solve these problems. Can you please teach me?" And they taught me. I think I learned much more from my friends during my college than my professors. But I was very unlucky with respect to my college. I think the teachers were not that great, and they were very mediocre. Uh, they were better than Somaya, but marginally better. Um, the only good thing is I got to do some. good amount of research there my professor again in research also there's good quality research bad quality research so my professor was one of the better ones who used to take his research very seriously or some researchers what they do is they just put a few chemicals together try to make a new chemical publish a paper out of it no no scientific theory no scientific process nothing nothing is systematic they just try a few random things and they put out a paper so but my professor was not one of those a research part is i think which i enjoyed a lot during my masters other than having good friends obviously my thing like the case with me was the other way around because i i so wanted to do a phd when like when i decided to do my masters but after doing the research after doing the project that i had matlab mera pura man ud gaya from doing phd one of the reasons is because the professor whose under i was doing my research we did not talk about like he was too busy to train us students as in the master students for it he was a very busy man so his phd students used to train us which was good but same was uh, the case with me though but i i don't know i did not find it enjoyable experience maybe so hard pers- work is i'm not cut out for hard work perhaps yeah me, the person who was guiding me uh, in my msc project that person was in that lab for around 3 to 4 years and his masters project was also done in the same lab and he was the person who set up the entire lab all the instruments etc with the professor so he was very well experienced he was as good as the professor with respect to the practical thing so i think that's why i got very good guidance from that phd scholar itself no i i can't say the same about me 
लाइफ इज एंड फेयर फॉर एवरी वन आई जस्ट गॉट रियली रियली लकी बाय गेटिंग इन टू पुणे यूनिवर्सिटी एंड लकीली दिस वॉज द ओनली अर आई गेस वेर दे हैड टू स्टूडेंट्स फॉर मुंबई यूनिवर्सिटी आई हैड वन मोर फ्रेंड ऑफ माइन and it was very funny because uh, before the lecture started for actual masters they had one week ka refresher course or something so i went to the university early to attend the refresher course and i saw him sitting there and i knew him pehle se so i was like uh, but we didn't talk because uh, he used to appear very geeky geeky as in people unfriendly yeah very rude or unfriendly nah, unfriendly is the correct word he used to always do something like keep on writing something like he used to be in his own space kind of a thing so i didn't used to talk to him much when we were sitting in the remedial classes or fresher course he was sitting next to me and he is like are amish main bola hi 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 how are you hmm. he said yahan pe kya kar raha hai so <laughs> i am like <laughs> i'm like so I, the reason he asked me this question is perhaps because he was too surprised that i got into pune university yeah ye banda kaise crack kar sakta hai exam i was also super surprised to be honest i have no clue how amish got into that university i have no clue how amish scored more marks than me i have no clue how he survived pune university because i had a hard time graduating from masters in nagpur and your courses were much more difficult than mine i am assuming and you have told me this i have no clue how you have passed all the exams in the first try See I can tell you how I got into Pune University because uh, I consider myself good with memory and the entrance exam was based on purely memory but even then I scored just 32 marks out of 150 or oh, no out of 100 I'm sorry out of 100 yeah but the thing about Pune University is there is this uh, there was this very famous uh, meme and I think I have talked about this earlier also in the podcast itself but I'll mention it again since we are so deep into talking about that कि देर वॉज इज वेरी फेमस मूवी रेड रेड ऑफ अक्षय कुमार उसमें कुछ तो था सो देर इज इज उसमें एक सीन है कि अंदर आ तो गए अभी बाहर कैसे जाओगे सो दिस इज दिस इज द केस विथ पुनी यूनिवर्सिटी लाइक देर आर पीपल देर स्टूडेंट्स हुआ डूइंग देर मास्टर्स फॉर फोर ईयर्स फाइव ईयर्स सो नाउ दे हैव मेड इट कंपल्सरी दैट इफ यू कांट कंप्लीट योर मास्टर्स इन फाइव ईयर्स यू वोंट get the degree and you won't be able to apply as well so basically you have wasted your five years so they don't let students waste their five years agar if the student is in his fifth year they will pass him with minimum marks so for us that is three years to be honest i think yes they, they recently changed that rule for us and they made it three years if you cannot clear all your papers in three years you are not going to get your degree you will only get a pass certificate that's sad man but it's Because, very easy so where there honest. any Okay, so in, it's easy to Nagpur, pass. Not yeah, not in Nagpur, it's very easy to pass. But there are a few papers which are very difficult, and both the papers are taken by the same professor. The two papers are quantum mechanics and uh, atomic and molecular physics. Those two papers are very difficult to pass because he sets very difficult papers. If you somehow clear those papers, then the rest of the papers are damn easy to pass. No, the thing I I'll tell you the problem with Pune University. What what the problem is? See, Pune University has fifty percent reservation for colleges which are affiliated to Pune University. Correct. So all these colleges are very rural colleges, and those up colleges may the students are not there to study. So, मतलब they get easily they get marks and they are passed out. And when they come to Pune University, they find it very difficult to even clear easy easy exams. So that is why. the quality of education you can say has deteriorated because of this 50% reservation but because seeing the see, professors are very good right and, and the professors think, are very good but if if the students are failing what will he do like what will with the hod say ki okay you are teaching the course correct but 60% of them is failing so we don't want them to be 
your so next year is well na so paper easy bana or do something give assignment marks ಇನ್ಸ್ಟಾಲ್ಟೆಡ್ಸ್ಟಾಲ್ಟೆಡ್ಸ್ಟಾಲ್ಟೆಡ್ಸ್ಟಾಲ್ಟೆಡ್
you know you know what what was the practice in my university <laughs> so if you have say six papers in a semester okay they'll only study for three papers so three papers they will study and attempt the three papers very well and the remaining three papers they leave blank zero mark and after a month there will be re-exam right during that one particular month extra month they will study only those three papers which they did not clear and in the re-exam again they will again because they had to study only for three papers the preparation is better so this score very well marked. So people who are passing in the first attempt, they are getting less percentage. People who are uh, giving re-exams, they are getting better percentages. So that's what used to happen in my university. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. This this used to happen at my university as well. There was this saying which went, Kaat ke aagya mein. Hey, how was your paper? Kaat uh-huh. diya mein. Kaat diya as in he <laughs> left it blank. Uh-huh. Correct, correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, there, there were people who used to do that in my university as well. I mean, I think universities need to wake up. I mean, it's, okay, first of all, it's unfair. Secondly, it's not the best practice. Did you did you have a GTR in your uh, coursework? GTR? No. Thankfully. For no. our listeners who do not know what GTR is, it's general theory of relativity. So, there's two things, right? A special theory of relativity, which is specializes, like, which is specialized and it just considers the special cases. So, it is kind of easier, and general applicability theory, is very low. Yes, it, it's more like science philosophy rather than actual science, actual physics. You're just talking about length contraction, time dilation. So that is more like philosophy and you are not going to experience it in your life anyway. But basically, special theory, uh, STR is easier than GTR. So, right. So this ST, we we didn't we also didn't have GTR. GTR was special course which I did not take. But we had STR and STR ka starting me was this all this length contraction time dilation Lorentz transformation and then second part was introduction to GTR. Asa kuch. So all these uh, kya, what, what do you call them? I don't even remember what do you call them. Gamma transformations and something, ah, something very gamma fancy. Gamma transformations, yeah, I remember. I suna suna what are the tensors, 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 I, I remember. Tensors. tensors. It was tensors, it was tension, we only don't know. Tension, what Professor is doing his best to make us understand. But tensor ka logic in his and then he comes and he does something kuch samajrani board pe kya chalo okay but luckily this was a half credit course so it was just for 20 marks instead of 40 okay so then everyone was afraid of this exam ki str mein kaise clear karenge kaise clear karenge and even teacher knew that ye bahut difficult jane wala hai so teacher had prepared this questionnaire of uh, 20 25 questions which nahi pad kya matlab ye important hai if you are able to solve these questions then uh, exam mein values change karenge but you know the logic how to solve. So you, you will be easily able to pass. Pass easy. You will also be able to score well. So there's 20, 25 questions, but all of them include transformations and tensors. And I had no idea about it. Okay. <laughs> the exam was on Monday. And the reason I remember it because I used to come home for weekends. So Friday I used to come home. And then Monday ko exam tha bara baje. And Friday, I came home. Mumbai, I was in full time pass. Kiya, Saturday, Sunday. Monday morning, I left and I reached at 9.30.10. And exam is 12 So, I am like, okay, uh, okay. And, and my roommate who was a very close and who is a very close friend of mine. He was from engineering background. And you know, engineers, they only study exam ke ek din pehle. And he was hmm. literally that kind of person. He literally used to study exam ke ek do din pehle. Exam ke ek ghante pehle bhi wo book khol ke bolta tha, ye concept samjha, ye concept samjha. 
my strategy for exams is i do not touch the book one hour before the exam so if the exam is at 10 o'clock yeah, 9 o'clock i uh, you know that right so 9 o'clock i keep the books yeah, and i just time pass or do whatever i want to do so i didn't used to entertain him before the exam so i came to mumbai and he is like dude monday ko str ka paper hai and tum mumbai kyu gaya idhar baith ke padhne ka na so i am like okay ho jayega half credit course hai 20 mark ka ho jayega okay then uh, there was this one scholar bengali jisne pura solve kiya tha 20 20 ko question ऑलवेज द बेंगोलीज दे आर बेज इज स्ट्रॉन्ग राइट उनका जो प्राइमरी सेकेंडरी और अर्ली जूनियर कॉलेज है वो ही स्ट्रॉन्ग है सो दैट्स वाई दे आर ऑलवेज अहेड एनी वे कमिंग टू दिस सो उसने व्हाट्सएप पे भेजा था कि ये ये मैंने सॉल्व किया है किसी को देखने का व्हाट्सएप ग्रुप पे सो एवरी वन न्यू सो बट ही इज लाइक कि मुझे समझ ही नहीं आ रहा है क्या करना है क्या करना है मैं बोला मुझे भी समझ नहीं आ रहा है बट आउट ऑफ दस ट्वेंटी फाइव क्वेश्चन I always get lucky or I don't know how but I knew which questions are even more important in this 25 questions <laughs> so out of those 25 I did only 6 or 7 because anyway I'm not understanding what is tensor tensor I'm like let's take this risk and I knew that I was going to pass zyada se zyada kya hoga 6 marks se just pass honga but it's okay theek hai chalega but then give the exam and you, uh, I don't know if you remember but I have a very bad habit of writing very fast so generally i am the one who finishes the exam in its 50% of the time where people cannot even complete their whole paper so everyone knows ki abhi aadhe ghante matlab if ek ghante ka paper hai to aadhe ghante mein 35 minutes mein amish utke jayega because uska ho jayega and mera ho gaya main likhke gaya and and i also attempted full ha aisa nahi ki maine kuch option choda 20 marks ka paper tha i attempted full 20 marks and then after few days result aaya kya pata chalta hai amish bhai top mara atra mark <laughs> कौन सा कौन सा इम्पोर्टेंट है बता के जा बता के जा I think I used to do this a lot in uh, bachelors uh, when uh, I when we were in Somaya. I used to be the correct, person correct. used to at the beginning of the semester go to the library and take out all the previous or question papers. Uh, <laughs> then I used to do analysis. Okay, this question has been asked three times. This question has been asked two times. And in that order, I used to study uh, and practice. Um, and I had very bad memory. Okay, listeners, yeah, that, that, Amish that had, had yeah, Amish had great memory. I had. very bad memory okay so <laughs> i knew amish could just literally buy had everything but i could not so i had to pick and choose ki itna sab to nahi hone wala so let me just pick and choose okay these are the most important ones let me only buy had these questions because my analysis was so good and so my professors used to repeat the questions a lot which is true for most universities and colleges in india i used to score well no very funny thing also happened in uh... I like to share this one more funny incident. So I think it was electrodynamics ka paper, and electrodynamics two ka paper was very lengthy. As in the portion was lengthy. And again, my engineer friend, his name is Popat. So Popat was there, and my last name is Parmar. His name is Popat. So we are very close in our roll number. So we generally generally are sitting next to each other. Okay. So before the exam, he is asking me ki konsa important hai bata. So I am like, ye important hai. Ye hundred and ten percent aega to ye karke ja. He is like, mere ko nahi lagta hi aega. Main bola, I am telling you it will come. तो इज लाइक सर बेट लगाते हैं मैं बोला आई एम ऑलवेज अप फॉर अ बेट सो इज लाइक ओके चलो बेट लग गया दो सौ रुपये का बेट मैं बोला ठीक है 
देन द फनी पार्ट इज द इन्वेजिलेटर इज सर्कुलेटिंग द क्वेश्चन पेपर मैं क्वेश्चन पेपर छोड़ के सबसे पहले लास्ट क्वेश्चन देखा आठ मार्क वाला कौन सा आया हाँ मैंने जो बोला था वही आया दैट आई एम लुकिंग एट हिम एंड आई एम लाफिंग एंड ही इज लाइक शेट दो सौ रुपया भी हार गया अरे दैट वॉज वेरी फनी मतलब इन्वेजिलेटर इज लाइक वाई आर यू लाफिंग तो मैं बोला नो नो नथिंग एंड अनालिसिस मतलब मेरा अनालिसिस भी स्ट्रॉग हो गया पुणे यूनिवर्सिटी में जाके इवन दे यूज टू ऑब्वियसली रिपीट द क्वेश्चन ऑफकोर्स बिकॉज सम क्वेश्चन आर टू इम्पॉर्टेंट फॉर स्टूडेंट्स हु आर रिपेयरिंग फॉर द टेन स्टैंडर्ड एग्जाम्स रोहन स्टूडेंट्स हार्ट वाला क्वेश्चन जरूर आने वाला है एक सौ एक टका वो तो करके ही जाओ सो इट इज दैट क्वेश्चन इज देर इन द टेक्सट बुक दो आई थिंक कौन सा क्वेश्चन आएगा पक्का इज दैट क्रॉस डाई हाइब्रिड क्रॉस मोनो हाइब्रिड क्रॉस दैट इज पक्का गोन कम इन दिनेटली गोन कम हार्ट इज इम्पॉर्टेंट इलेक्ट्रिक मोटर इज इम्पॉर्टेंट इलेक्ट्रिक जनरेटर इज इम्पॉर्टेंट वन क्वेश्चन मेंटलीज कम सो यू नो वॉट इज गोन टू कम एंड वॉट इज नॉट गोन टू कम बट अगेन आई मीन it's not that some topics are too important and even if there are some topics which are too important i think you can always change the questions but our university is just ask okay derive this particular expression and there's no change in the type of question they asked to be honest nowadays in grade 10 science papers they do ask application based questions say for example correct, do correct, you remember correct. do you remember uh, in our board exam any question of this type okay they'll give you a picture and you they will tell you to describe the picture for two marks do you remember any such question in our grade 10 no they no, will just tell you okay that. okay just describe this particular thing they will just tell you what that is so say for example a fuse wire they will not ask you define uh, or write a short note on fuse wire they will give you a picture of fuse wire and they will ask you to write a short note on whatever the objective even if you know what a fuse wire is very well but you don't know what it looks like you're not going to go get those marks so there are many application based questions being asked in math and science regularly in grade 10 exam which i think is a step in the right direction Yes, yes, correctly. I agree. I, I, yes, it is improving slowly, slowly, and now with the new education policy, I think it will increase many folds. But obviously, this uh, the educators of India have a task uh, ahead of themselves because government का काम तो है कि okay policy दे दिया. But there are a lot of people who need to work on it and make it a reality. So I hope it turns out to be good enough. You know, during our grade ten, even in ah. Hindi and Marathi, what we had to do was we had to by heart. brief answers correct. right do you remember correct now they yes. don't have to by heart brief answers i was so surprised i was looking at their marathi question papers from last year and they huh. don't have to by heart brief answers they get passage just like english for example english i never studied okay because i knew there's going to be some passage grammar was anyway strong for me and writing skills i knew how much ever you work hard in writing skills you don't really score well so very less return on investment so i never <laughs> studied english and now you can do the same with hindi and marathi as well you can just not study it at all just read the passage and write the answers it will definitely very easily pass i remember having marathi in my 12th standard as well so even that time i had to remember those answers but i think marathi for like you are a maharashtrian so i think it comes easily to you compared to me but i think that's a good good uh, thing that you don't have to mug up the answers Uh, and the composition i think but if you ask me i would prefer ans- like by hearting the answers instead of obviously uh, that uh, composition because composition mein padhna padta hai and maybe 10th 12th mein i was i had that skill of reading but now i don't even have the patience to read something in hindi or marathi that's slowly changing for me now i think i'm reading hindi and marathi <laughs> that's partly because all the pmc circulars for education come in <laughs> marathi <laughs> uh, okay. but it's became a little better now and while you are at languages i think i, I i'll tell you that i am working on gujarati translations from work from home so i think my gujarati is getting way better that's so sad when that, that's such a terrible job i've done some translation for an ngo it's it's fun it's fun yeah. 
राइट so hmm. obviously I have to type it so it's okay and obviously there is Google all the time Google Translate to help you out so that's okay as well I I'll tell you I got really lucky by getting this job as well you and always get lucky is, man you always get lucky <laughs> <laughs> that should be the title of the podcast only Amish <laughs> is very lucky so anyway yeah. so the pay grade is very good since it's a government job so money is one factor i didn't want to continue in the sense that because i'm i'm enjoying whatever i'm doing and it's a good thing and i think i'm doing some good to the society in some ways not as good as you are doing <laughs> but i think i'm doing my part i feel so i'm satisfied with my work but uh, i wanted to obviously pursue my career in physics and want to be a, still want to be a scientific officer and so i decided ki i'll do this job for one year and then i'll go for coaching classes in hyderabad It's called UV Academy, so I'll go there. Why not Delhi? Pandemic me to Delhi, nahi. Delhi is not good. And UV Academy, I have got very positive uh, responses. The way they describe the teacher, the professor of UV Academy, matlab I think hmm. it's amazing, and I just want. It feels like even if I don't feel like pursuing my career in physics, which as more and more time passes, I feel I I, I feel <laughs> like that, obviously. but uh, i i just want to go there for 6 months and just see how hardcore the teaching is because they say is so amazing and i want to experience that so i want to you know even i would like pandemic that pandemic mein it, it's yeah I, but i think uh, that lifestyle will not be that good for both of us because it's very i can't say hectic but intensive yeah intense matlab pune city mein jaisa tha hostel life waisa उससे भी यू कैन से पुअर बिकॉज ही डजेंट वॉन्ट यू टू गेट डिस्ट्रैक्टेड एंड वॉन्ट्स यू टू जस्ट फोकस ऑन स्टडीज समथिंग ऑन दोज लाइन्स या सो आई थिंक मेनी ऑफ स्टूडेंट्स इन माई यूनिवर्सिटी जनरली गो फॉर कोचिंग आफ्टर दर मास्टर्स बिकॉज दे आर नॉट रियली सेटिस्फाइड आफ्टर गेटिंग दोज टू ईयर्स ऑफ मास्टर्स का एडुकेशन इन द यूनिवर्सिटी दे आर सो अनसेटिस्फाइड दे आर सो डिसफाइड दैट दे have to go to a coaching class when they can cover up whatever they haven't been able to learn through the professors ha huh, so that makes sense i wanted to do that but abhi pandemic mein to that's not possible he has started online cl- classes but i don't want to be a part of the online culture i want to do it in person only so if i get that extension which i really hope i do then i'll i'll be very happy or else then i'll be a jobless person and uh, that will definitely put me in depression <laughs> you know uh, this also makes difficult my choice after my fellowship so there is around 6 months left for my fellowship and after that i'll have to be looking out for a job and i was considering education say maybe a two year masters degree in education or something around those lines but again if there's no physical classroom where i can interact with people in the hostel not see the professor in person i don't see the point of it doing it online online karna to there are so many free courses online with, which are offered by international universities so yeah i mean that education wala option is does look very like difficult given the current scenario so let's just hope that it changes in one year <laughs> yeah 